Hi, I'm Nicola Barnard, Career Development Consultant at Melbourne Business School. I've started out my own career as a medical scientist and transitioned to be a career development consultant via having my own personal branding management practice in the corporate sector. Today I'm going to be having a chat with Kurt Lackovic, the CEO of Cancer Trials Australia. He's an alumni of Melbourne Business School and he's going to share with you a little bit of information about his journey in his career and also share some advice on how you might also leverage a career within the health care sector. Thanks for joining us, Kurt. Pleasure to be here. So tell us a little bit about your career background. So I had quite a varied uh, career background, Nicholas. So I started off with a science degree and a PhD in chemistry and then took the next obvious step, which is an international postdoctoral placement. And I spent the um, best part of four years in Sweden, actually. But I realised during that postdoc that academic life wasn't suited to me. I wanted to be uh, working on activities that are a little bit closer to human outcomes. And my career has sort of progressively moved towards more human outcomes since then. So I worked through um, drug discovery uh, in partnership with industry into management. Uh, and about that point, I started my MBA, wanted to complement uh, what I was experiencing in a, in a management role with management training through the MBA here at MBS. And then I've, I've transitioned I think, in two different roles during my MBA to my current role, CEO of Cancer Trials Australia. So this is now my, my first leadership position. Um, I lead a team of over 40 now. It's been a lot of growth since I began in this role two and a half years ago. And um, the MBA was quite beneficial to help supporting me in those transitions. So what was your experience of changing roles while you were doing your MBA? Oh, I certainly found that relatively straightforward. I'm not sure if that reflects the sector I'm in, perhaps, a little bit. Um, the, the fact that I was studying an MBA part-time in conjunction with, with full-time employment, I think, is viewed quite favourably. Um, clearly, it shows to prospective employers that I'm looking to better my capabilities and advance my career, but it also shows I'm capable of not only managing my current role, but also part-time study. And um, what prompted you to do an MBA? I think it was, it was really about opening up additional opportunities was the fundamental reason. Um, behind an MBA and it's helped set me up with my career path today. Mm -hmm. Is there any other qualifications, micro-credentials, elements of learning that you would perhaps recommend people add on? So throughout my career, I've always taken short courses, um, be that leadership programs, for instance, or short workshops in um, negotiations is one that comes to mind, which, which was covered in the MBA as well, but it was something that I'd undertaken prior to the MBA. Um, the Australian Institute of Company Directors course is another one that's relevant, particularly because I now report to a board, um, as well as sit on a board of a not-for-profit. So understanding how the board views risk and strategy is as important as how I present that to the board. And do you feel like you're where you wanted to be now? Um, yeah, I think my personality is someone who's not, um, not easily satisfied. So I'm always looking for things to be done better and always looking for additional opportunities. I guess I focus that on internally in the organisation, but it doesn't stop me looking externally. I 
certainly am very, I'm enjoying the position that I'm in. So I've been in this role for two and a half years now. The board's just re-signed me for another three years, which is a positive and I guess demonstrates their faith and provides a bit of stability in the role as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they were certainly very supportive of me completing the MBA and I've just returned from some executive education at Stanford as well. So I spent a week taking a healthcare-focused leadership course at Stanford with like-minded individuals, yeah. um, so C-level execs worldwide. Yeah. So what do you believe that brought to you or the business? I think so, so other than contacts, the focus was very much around design thinking and how that can be leveraged in an innovative fashion, innovative space. And healthcare is certainly an industry that's evolving rapidly and innovation is key. How are we going to leverage artificial intelligence, personalised medicine, how do we deal with an ageing population? All these big picture questions will need to be addressed through innovative approaches. Mm, okay, great. Are there any particular um, natural aptitudes, transferable skills that particularly relate to working in the healthcare sector, do you think? Uh, so transitioning from corporate to mm-hmm. health sector. I think having some resilience and a, a can-do sort of approach, um, perhaps a bit more open-minded than in the corporate world. Um, resources might be a, a little bit more limiting in mm-hmm. the healthcare space. So being able to get the best out of the resources you have, um, both people resources and more tangible resources, yes. Yeah, yeah. okay, great. Helpful. So you covered a little bit about some of the issues impacting the sector with regards to innovation. Is there anything particularly unique to the health sector, do you think, that perhaps is not being faced by other industries? So, I mean, this sector itself is quite broad. Mm. So there are going to be specific challenges in the aged care sector, for instance, that are coming out of the Royal Commission to aged care, not too dissimilar to the Commission on Banks. Yeah. Um, so there'll be outcome, opportunities and outcomes there. If you look at the disability sector, there's been massive change with the rollout of the NDIA and NDIS over the, the last couple of years. In my space, clinical trials, certainly there are opportunities for Australia to participate more in global commercial clinical trials, which brings more novel therapies to Australian patients faster. I think generally speaking, with an ageing population and an increasing cost in healthcare, every country is, is facing a challenge of how they deal with that. How do they fund healthcare going forward and how do they ensure healthcare is appropriate for people? So for students undertaking an MBA that are perhaps have a, a technical or practitioner-type role, yeah. in the healthcare sector at the moment, who are wanting to move into either a leadership role or a slightly different type of role. Um, is there any advice you'd give to them? I think that leveraging the skills they have in other roles would certainly be welcome. And you know, an obvious path to do that is through networking. So using particularly the MBS networks to leverage, you, you tend to find you're not too many connections away from the person you need to connect to and everybody's very supportive of making those introductions so that was certainly um, a very positive experience with MBS and tapping into the alumni so that's a the perfect way to learn about what a specific role might be as well as start to form the necessary connections to position yourself for a role. Do you have any ideas of potential types of roles segues? I think it depends, come back to that, the original question walking up here, are they coming from a corporate background or coming from um, you know, non-health sector background trying to break into the health sector? I don't imagine that's a very common path 
for an MBA, MBA student. Mm. Am I right? Not often, no. I think it's more often going to be someone like me who's a technical background already in that sector looking to advance themselves within that sector or move out of that sector mm. are probably the, the two most common paths. Yeah. I would imagine the, from my experience, the ones who come to see me are generally within the sector, yes. the professional role looking to move out. I think that would be the case. And then that's, that's not so much my experience because no. I'm progressing within the sector. You know, there's certainly others I'm aware of that were sort of broadly in the healthcare space who've moved out. Uh, they were almost forced to because business is closed. And I guess through innovation is probably the other way. You know, healthcare needs innovation. And there are certainly going to be opportunities for people with diverse backgrounds to contribute to that innovation. I think you know, IT, big data, AI, all of these areas could really um, provide benefit to healthcare. Um, well, people may not necessarily be working within healthcare organisations. They could be working in other organisations that offer, can offer significant benefit to the healthcare industry. Mm. So because Australia has a very experience-centric hiring culture, if somebody is outside the health sector at the moment and looking to determine if there's any opportunities within the healthcare sector for them, where do you think they might start or what might they look at? Uh, so understanding of the roles, apart from networking. Mm. I do think that, that networking with people in those roles and learning from people who are undertaking those roles is the best way to learn about their day-to-day -day function, if that's what you mean. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And also because, as you mentioned before, in any sector there's a breadth of roles and type, types of occupations. Yes. From you know, the technical, the customer service, the marketing, the actual day-to-day -day business. Yeah, and look, hospitals are, are no different. You have the full range of roles that are there, nursing and clinical staff through to various levels of administration through their interactions with government. So there's plenty of opportunities. And I think having technically minded people in senior administrative positions is positive for mm. the hospitals because they know what it's like um, that come from the front line, essentially. Yeah. So knowing what you know now in your career, would you have done anything differently? Look, I've really valued course? diversity in my, in my roles, but also across my career. I'm not sure that I, I certainly don't regret any decision that I've made. The majority of my decisions have opened more doors than they've closed and that tends to be how, I've, how I view my path to date. So I'm, I'm not sure there's anything specific I would tell myself. I'm very supportive of undertaking small amounts of study each year, professional development, consistent professional development. So what's on the horizon for you in your career? I think that's a good question for someone who's uh, almost three years into a, uh, a leadership role. I am starting to think about that question now, broadening my network a little bit into other industries. I, I, I do like the health sector and I think there's an opportunity to contribute significantly there and I would like to make sure I do that so that whatever role I uh, move towards will be a role that focuses on better patient outcomes. Well, thanks very much for that. No problem. If you would like to set up a meeting to talk about your career transition journey, or if you have any particular challenges that you would like assistance with, please do contact the Career Management Centre on careers at mbs.edu. And I look forward to meeting with you soon.